Hey, Howard. Hi, Paul. We're back and we're, uh, we're talking, well, we're talking of some linked things, rest, recovery, and an exercise addiction, which admittedly can sound like the rest and recovery part, I'm sure people are on side with. But the, the exercise addiction thing is really interesting. And I brought it up on Twitter the other day because I I had a, a friend of mine was talking to me about that he was actually getting therapy about his exercise addiction. And I had, I've run into people in the past who were triathletes and really top competitive athletes who either realized or it was obvious to outside observers that they were addicted to exercise, that they just, their life revolved around it. Not in the sense that necessarily I, I, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a, professional blah 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 soccer player and I spend a lot of time training no in the sense that if they weren't running they were thinking about their next run and they were always amping it up and amping it up and it's it's a real problem out there it it is a real problem out there but 90% of the people who listen to us are shaking their head they're like not for <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> no no and I get that I, I just it's I think most people's problem clearly is is motivation, but at the other end, you have this huge group that not huge, but you have this group of people who, uh, and maybe again, it's bubbles that I that we both run in, and, and no pun intended. But I seem to run across I, a mutual acquaintance of ours, who I won't name, but we both run into on Twitter on a regular basis. A triathlete was talking about it to me the other day, saying how. He was at a recently at a, a triathlon, or I suppose a master's level triathlon event. This guy's a long time endurance athlete, and it, he was saying what was remarkable to him were these people who not only had gone through multiple marriages as a result of their exercise addiction, <laughs> but were at the point of having just had a knee replacement. Were comparing notes on how long this other guy had taken after a knee replacement until they were back running marathons on their way to doing full triathlons again, which is just come on. This is not a good idea, right? I mean, it's amazing to me. It's really interesting watching how the human mind works in terms of uh, addictions and obsessions. We talk a lot about people who struggle to get enough exercise, and we don't talk very much about people who who struggle to, to control themselves. I mean, and I'll, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Years <laughs> ago, I had a terrible problem with overuse injuries, which I didn't call overuse injuries at the time. I just thought, oh, I got a really screwy adductor. It's just stupid. <laughs> you know? I'll just do more. I'll just do more at you know at the adductor machine, and I'll I'll get to the point where I could like crush small planets by doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's whack. <laughs> It'll be so strong. I can just smash things. And it's like, that's not the problem. I mean, it's good to be stronger, but the problem was it's just too much. It's too much of a, of a, of a, well, a good thing. As we talk about all the time, this dose response relationship, you it can have such, too much. It took such a long time for me to realize that. I mean, I can say I wasn't truly addicted as we're referring to here. Yeah. But I couldn't wait to run again. And if all the signs were telling me to stop <laughs> and take a rest day, I probably didn't or I would go hike or do something. But I totally understand how people can get stuck in these weeds, have a miss their their misreading cues and clues, right? They're slowing down, so they think yeah. they need to train harder. 
Uh, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Or in my case, do more leg adduction exercises or something. I mean, <laughs> no, it's exactly – that's exactly right, which is learning to not miss the cues and think that the right, the right thing to do is simply apply – a greater dose so I can get a better response is just the wrong way to think about it. But it's really, it can be really hard to get past that point. And I, I think, and I see this among my friends in the, on the West coast here in the entrepreneurial communities, there is something about that community that breeds. And maybe that's what it requires to be a successful entrepreneur in some ways is it breeds a very obsessive personality where you, you like things that you can really bury yourselves in and you can really get absorbed in Because I see it a lot in that community where people are, yeah, I, I can't. I, today's my long run day. I thought yesterday was your long run day. Yeah, yeah, that was too. It's like, what are you talking about then? You don't have a long run day. You just long run all the time, <laughs> right? We talk about connecting the dots, right? We did that with insulin resistance and yeah. metabolic syndrome. I do that here when I see people in the office repetitively with, with these quote unquote overuse injuries. I talk to them about them. I talk to them about the fact that most injuries in runners are training errors. And yeah. then I get into a deeper dive about AFib and cardiomyopathies and hypertrophy yep. and all these downstream ill effects Nastiness. of yeah. too much exercise and they don't care. Yeah. They'll just they'll just put it out there. I don't care. I'll deal with that when it happens. Ah, yeah. In it's finance, very we call that, hard to deal with. We call that hyperbolic discounting, right? People <laughs> disproportionately discount futures that they should care about because they seem far enough away that I can essentially discount them to zero. Right. <laughs> right. right. And that's a problem because it's the Jerry Seinfeld had a great routine years ago on his I think it was on the Seinfeld show on his on his show, but he talked about how morning guy and nighttime guy. I don't know if you remember that routine. It was a no. great routine. But the gist, the gist was is that nighttime guy doesn't care about morning guy. Morning guy's like, you should go to bed sooner. I need more sleep. <laughs> and nighttime guy's like, yeah, yeah, screw you. It doesn't matter. I got control here. I can decide what I want to go to bed. And it was that it doesn't feel as if from obviously they're the same person, or at least I hope they are. But it doesn't feel like you. I need to care about the consequences in the morning because at night I'm having so much fun. And I see that so much with 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 runner friends in particular i'll say i don't see this as much with like with friends who are you know avid soccer players or mma or mma guys this is not something i i want to get punched again today you know what i mean it's not something i see a lot of <laughs> but i see it a lot in people who are running who are who are in, uh, you know tr distance runners trail runners any kind of solo endurance sport, and maybe again, this is selection bias. It could just be because I, I know too damn many of those people, but I see it a lot more in them than I do in people playing team sports, which again comes back to the idea of maybe something that you need to watch out for if you're if you're an active participant in in these individual sports is that let it have its place in your life, treat it as a medicine, but don't let it take over. Right, uh, it's runners and tries in. In my practice, probably a combination of both. And, I mean, if you can find the time to train for an Ironman, a full Ironman, yeah. uh, you're really committed. Uh, and yeah. it's not hard to take that over the line to a point where you're setting yourself up for just injury after injury. 
And then whenever, and I've watched this with runner friends of mine, where then it becomes to feed, uh, there's such an emotional feedback. Is if your life is really defined by these this training for these long uh, these long events, and I can't train anymore. It can seem, and I've seen this, they'll be dismissed by family and friends because it seems frivolous. You're depressed because you can't run 25 miles today? Come on, <laughs> be serious. But people have no idea. Whenever their lives become defined by these activities and have been for a decade or more, this plays so much into their emotional makeup and then just feeds through their whole life. I've watched people really, really have a tough years or more because they just couldn't, they could still do stuff, but they couldn't do stuff at the level they could previously. And, I, and it's easy to to dismiss that and say, oh, there's a lot of people with a bunch of bigger problems. But so what? There are these people, there's a lot of people out there who really struggle with having, you know, created a vision of themselves that they can no longer live up to because of a series of overuse injuries or something else. And it's awful to see. They're chasing something that they can't catch, right? They're yeah, not yeah. having fun anymore. There's no finish line. As soon as they're coming to the end of this race and they're this run and they're planning the next one. Yeah. No, it's 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 remarkable, and I, I, I I've watched it happen too many times. Let's talk about how we manage our efforts and and and, and pace ourselves with respect to endurance and any other kind of activity it can be resistance exercise. And the terms of art that get thrown around all the time here, I, I often think are really poorly defined. And then maybe this is part of the problem. But we talk a lot about rest and recovery. And I think most people have no idea what it means other than possibly I should make sure to sleep. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'll hear people talk to me, oh, I'm having a rest day. I, what does that mean? Oh, I usually run 20K or 15K and I'm going to run like 5K hard today. That's not a rest day. What are you no. talking about? Right? Dr. San Milan had gotten into this with us. Right? Yeah. A rest day is a rest day. You're not running. You're not running slowly. You're not going to... Just run three. This is the end of the free public preview of the Simpla Vita podcast. For the full podcast, including a transcript and show notes, you can upgrade at simplavita.com. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or other professional health care services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. We will not respond to requests for medical advice.